Hang on. <laughs> Stack some. There we go. Now, I don't know if it'll. Uh, let's let's start now, shall we? It's I'm um, I'm ready. Sure. Have you been out of town? Where have you been? Um, I've been to Seattle. Right. What night? Just the weekend. The weekend. I did that. Uh, I think we recorded the last episode when I I got home from Seattle to do that Upper Left Comedy Festival. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Super fun really fun have been uh didn't do stand-up all week until really? you've been home all, night. oh you've been home all week no i had to go up to my mother-in-law's and okay. um wander the earth i had to wander the earth and yeah. so i've been cleaning and organizing and creating space <laughs> oh man jackie i feel it we're moving her it. in a week from monday week from monday should be. i feel like i understand all the space between the words that you're saying right now oh yeah oh yeah it's uh there's the definitely sure i've never lived with a cat that's not true I, we had a cat it's when i found out that i was allergic to cats mm, okay so, so so a cat's moving in as well and you're allergic to cats yeah but i think the cat the cat has never really bothered me that much so it okay. might be one of those rare things where it's a cat that doesn't bother me my hair is very poofy. All right. Uh, so, uh, but I, I've decided I did stand up last night, and I remembered as I was saying to my, I was saying to Chris, my mother-in-law today. Um, I like stand up. I need to do it more often, and because uh, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's going to keep me. It's going to help. So I texted, I texted a couple of clubs to see if I could pick up some sets tonight. It's Saturday, two days before this comes out. Yeah. And I'm hoping to get up. Uh, I am at, uh, I've had a lot of sets in LA tonight. I mean, this oh, week. Yeah? Like, oh, yeah. Did you pick up the ones that I had to cancel? Yes, but that was last week, I think, right? I don't know what it was. I don't know, but it's been lots of sets. Last night I was at uh, Comedy and Magic for the APM. Oh, yeah. It's back. Frazier Smith opened it, you know. Was it full? Was it half full? How, it was how pretty full? full. It was pretty full. Um, and uh, it was just Charlie Viracola was there. I haven't seen him in like 10 years. What? He's got long braids. Oh my, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? <laughs> he's he's got his Charlie vibe, you know? Um, yeah, it was it was cool. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people I hadn't seen in a while. And, um, you know, a lot of the staff and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it was it was fun. I, got, I think I got the check spot. I did see checks going down, and, and I was in the middle of a high-concept bid. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it was fun. And then uh, I went to uh, – I did a show at the lab called Funny Foreigners, and I and I had, I had filled in for an actual foreigner, Kira Sultanovich, who you guys <laughs> may not know is not from our country. And uh, so, uh, you know, that was fun, too. Uh, but, yeah, mostly, except for – like there's some show I did where it kind of had to be like normal, I guess, but I was uh, trying some just funky side material. I guess I, I felt like this week that was mostly fun to do. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. great. I, uh, I did this weird resort at Waldorf Astoria down in Dana point last night, which by the way, Dana point from Van Nuys, two and a half hours. Oh my God. Yeah. It paid well. Right. And I was only doing 20 minutes, but I couldn't stay for the headliner because I had to drive two and a half hours. Actually, coming back, it was uh, a little over an hour and a half. So just so. going down was bad, but I had, but I couldn't stay. And um, he was nice enough to me, the, the closer guy. He said that we had met a couple of times and I was like, you would think I'd remember your name. But he was like, oh yeah, I used to be a personal trainer. I'm a comic now. And I'm like, okay. And uh, he wasn't, he was perfect. They were enjoying him um though he what if he had some weird bit about how fossey lied we needed masks and then we yeah, 
Fauci, whatever his name is. Bob Fosse yeah. also probably Bob a liar. Bob Fosse also lied about masks and about wearing masks <laughs> and that happy little tree. He was a ladies' man, so he did lie. Fosse did lie. But Fauci, different guy. I like the fact that I know who Bob Fosse is and don't remember Dr. Fauci's first name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anthony. What is it? Anthony, Anthony Fauci. Anthony. Oh, look at, well, you would know. Um, you're on, because you're still on top of it. You're on top oh. of it. And, um, but yeah, so I was standing next to one of the door, this woman at the door, and he was saying, Fauci said that we should wear a mask, that we shouldn't wear a mask. And I looked at her, I was like, yeah, that's how science works. And uh, and then I mimed shooting myself in the face. And I got a laugh. And then I was like, I'm going to leave. So <laughs> the same yeah. the same gesture, by the way, was is what got three cops sent to my house to investigate. Yeah. My <laughs> so. Exactly. But he unfair. Was he was mine. <laughs> it's uh, at the same um, Yeah, I have uh, in New York and L.A., I think I'm I feel like I'm the only comic when I'm when there's a bunch of us that's wearing a mask. Maybe one other person had one on yesterday, but a lot of he, he kept pulling it off to talk. I'm, I'm like, you know, whatever. At least you're trying, you know. Right. Yeah, I've become a hobbyist. Uh, the only thing that I'm definitely going to be as far so far, the only thing yeah. I'm definitely wearing a mask at is in the airport and on the planes. Okay. Because I feel like I'm on a petri dish and I don't want you cold either. So right. there you go. Yeah, I mean, it's just like for the next couple weeks, you know, you could be a little stricter. It's really contagious right now, Jackie. Right, but here's the thing: is every week you're like, for the next couple of this has been two years. For the next couple of weeks, you might want to be a little more strict. Well, no, no, yeah, and then in the summertime, except for those two weeks that were in between Omicron. Well, so. that's true, <laughs> but also, I mean, it, it's it's yeah, it's your old age we're thinking about here. Right, right. Yeah. One, one, uh, one case of COVID and you don't want multiples because you don't know how it's going to wear down on various body parts. Yep. Yeah, you don't. I don't know, Jack. And we got to do our grandma tour when we hit 80. And if you're not around, how am I going to do it? I'm not going to do it by myself. Well, we got to, we, we have had an option for people to sub out for us when we can't do shows. (laughs) I was thinking it'd be kind of fun to do it for Patreon where we do one where Laura House plays me. Okay. And and then Laura House plays you. Oh, so she would do two of them. Yeah. Or we can get Maria. Maria's willing to play me or you on one and Laura House to play me or you on the other one. Why don't we take submissions from comedians of our generation, (laughs) female? All you have to do is be as female in our gen and uh, we'll take submissions and we'll create a, like a separate. You just created a job for yourself. I say you do it. You, you're now in charge of that. <laughs> I was just going to book Laura House. Oh, I meant, I meant Kyle. Send it to Kyle. And he... <laughs> a lot of emails. Um, yeah. I, uh, um, yeah. So, but anyway, but I did, uh, so last night, so the MC did some, she was like, I'm just testing the waters. And so she did a weird like just a weird throwaway mean line about Biden and Pelosi being right. old right. as opposed to everybody else. And, um, and, and so, and a third of the audience cheered because I was down in Orange County. Right. And everybody yeah. drives out the romance. And so it was, uh, it was the fanciest. Supposedly I was, I was, I was supposed to get a hotel room, but I told her I didn't need it. So she gave it away to someone else, which is fine. Cause I had the dog and Andy's up at, whatever but um but it did look like a very nice hotel and uh but i so she went up and then a duo went up that i met at um flappers whose names i forget i forgot everybody's names uh-huh. so all of the people that were on they were very silly and a little um they had some adult content but it was mostly pg-13 uh-huh. and then i got up and i did 20 and um did very well thank you very much in front of uh the people of Mm-hmm. And I worked on a couple of my new jokes. I have a new joke about Gordy that I'm pretty psyched about. I'm psyched. I have a couple of jokes that are just about things. They're not about. Isn't that such a relief? Oh my God. I can't keep. There's no burden of, of, I gotta of, say of trying to encourage exactly right. civilization. Right. Yes. I mean, I'm not trying to move civilization forward. Yes. I'm just trying to talk about my fucking dog. Right. Right. So, right. 
<laughs> and um, and that was fun. And then um, then I drove home. But so I'm hoping I'm I'm gonna try to. I'm really hoping to strong arm my way on to some shows tonight because there's I don't have any work for two weeks. Oh, that'll that's uh, listen. I know your personality when you haven't been on stage, and I will make some calls for you. <laughs> Please you do. Please do. You are correct. <laughs> I am a grump, and it isn't right. Absolutely. So, um, yep. I too have a, an age-based chunk. But it's about Diane Feinstein, and it's uh, about how she isn't up to what we need. It's not. It's. But it, I mean, she literally has dementia. So, uh, oh, she. I, she does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Diagnosed and in the in the public eye. It's highly rumored. Her everyone's denying it. She might be. She's eighty-eight, Jackie. She might be. In it. <laughs> I'm telling you, you look at Kamala Harris, excuse me, Kamala Harris, when she was our senator at the Kavanaugh hearings versus Dianne Feinstein, who's still in hiding. You know, I don't want to go into my bit, but but, you know, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I I am going after Die Fi. She should uh, she should step down. I feel like it's elder abuse. It's like the people that were putting a Bruce Willis in a movie. It's like, let him retire. Let Mm -hmm. Dianne Feinstein fucking retire. Her husband died. So she's just an elderly woman who's in grief right now and in dementia. Stop pushing her to be a senator and let fucking Gavin Newsom uh, uh, appoint somebody, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway. Uh, okay. I don't know. So I'm, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going after her because of her age. Yeah. Come get me. Yeah. Yeah. Come get you. You got you have an ageist joke for for no reason. But it's, oh, also it's a re- coming- there's a reason. There's a reason. Okay. There's a reason. Yes. Right. No, no, there's a, here's what I want, a punchline. That's all <laughs> oh, I yeah. want. There's punchline. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I don't care. I mean, if, if you, I mean, yeah, I know you have a reason, but I also know that you have a punchline. Yeah. It isn't just some, some random, just kind it's of. It's really mean. It's a good mean one. <laughs> like, I well, <laughs> well. All right, then. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I have been cleaning so much of my, you know, just sort of boxing things up. And I found a DVD with my first Last Comic Standing audition. Oh. And performance, which got lost in the MySpace sweep. And uh, when MySpace lost all of their, in other words, they were like, we're sick of storing your shit from 2004. Right. Uh, so they went down. And I I was just watching. I was kind of trying to scrub ahead to find my part because it has, it's the whole show. And there's Bill Dwyer doing a joke that, quite honestly, I've heard other people do it, but I remember him doing sort of the definitive version of it. So it's 2006. Bill Dwyer, always a delight for me. Mm -hmm. And um, he had this joke about how much he doesn't, that, that morning radio is a chore, right? It's just a morning radio joke. And he and it's the yeah. bit about how there's always two men with nicknames and one woman without. <laughs> <laughs> and then his nicknames are like Apple Speed, Walrus Something, and Helen. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, I love that joke. And uh, and I've never heard it done better, quite honestly. That was I my favorite it. version of it. Yeah. Um, well, I, t- the comedy today has been fascinating the last 20 hours did you okay so i got home from uh the improv i log on to twitter surprisingly jackie <laughs> shocking no one you log on to twitter when was this last night yeah well john mulaney is trending and i'm like oh i see trending click so he, <laughs> Why chappelle, was chappelle opened for him what and, yo you did you aren't on top of this stuff who books that? Okay, um, hold on. Okay. I don't, I don't, here's the thing. Like, that show doesn't even work. Those it's a comics. weird one. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a strange one, you know? Um, it's, it's, it, it's just so funny and interesting to see all the reactions, right? So, mm-hmm. so uh, it, it, it first kind of spread on Twitter because people were talking about, you know, going to see John Mulaney, very excited to see John Mulaney. And then, you know, Chappelle shows up and does some trans <laughs> and then, jokes. And, and these then are having to sit through uh, his temper tantrum. Yeah. 
Yes. So there's, so there's some of that. And then, um, and then the response to that, of course, is like, ha ha, it's just jokes. And then there's, it's like, okay, it's like a, a traditional thing, you know, it's like Christmas or something. You just, you see all the things fall into place. It's interesting to watch, but it's, and I initially thought, well, because Mulaney was in Columbus, Ohio, that's near where Chappelle lives. I thought well, maybe Chappelle just popped in and comics right. almost never say no to a pop in, especially if they're a celebrity. You're like, right. it just makes people happier. They came to my show. Yeah. For the most part. <laughs> right. You know, uh, but um, it's, it is inch, it, but then someone was it in Columbus. It was in Columbus, but then someone someone else on Twitter said that um, that Chappelle had opened for him in Colorado. So maybe that's what he's just doing, which is again, you know, I, I don't. Well, it's a weird way for John Mulaney to throw away some of his his audience. Yes, <laughs> that's <laughs> it true. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's um, it's interesting because I feel I, like you look at Regan. Who yeah. you open for him? Has some other people open for him? You guys know you need to be clean, right? You're not yeah. going to do some material because you're you're like this is Ryan Regan's audience, yeah. and I'm a guest on his show. Yeah, right. So you 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 will you will censor yourself a little bit, I, right? Yeah. What I'm trying to do, and this is on every show, mm-hmm. is try to make the show the best possible show. And right. if it's my show, more and more lately, I wonder who's going to open for me. Sure. And I I want those people to be interesting or smart. Right. Um, Funny, but at the very least interesting, if not smart. And not too crowd (laughs) work. And not, well, yeah. And you don't want them to be crowd work. Right. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, and and then I think like when someone goes to see Ryan Regan, they're paying a lot of money. Gaffigan's the same way. Gaffigan has really clean comics open for him, or he has comics that can work clean that can also right. work dirty, right? But right. you know when you're opening for Gaffigan, you're going to be clean, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's paying you well to do it and all that, whatever. But all it's so, it's so I don't know. It's so weird that Mulaney wouldn't have that same sort of um, interest in his show. But can you when like the world's most famous comic wants to do a drop in it, it is kind of like a weird position to be in you know i don't well, know if he, if he was in colorado that's not a drop in that's a flying and I, destination i, don't know, maybe, I mean yeah. but if you're Chappelle and you have a private jet you can kind of drop in anywhere right <laughs> i suppose but it's like there has to be a place you can get up locally <laughs> you don't have to yeah i don't know like <laughs> i've decided i want to war, 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 open for tiffany haddish she's in perth yeah i'll be i'll be there a day and a half early yeah. and uh yeah it's weird uh should i call my best friend olivia munn and ask her <laughs> like you know if you just go to a regular club that's going to have 15 comics on you're going to hear stuff that sucks right and you're going right. to it's going to be a mix it's going to be a exactly. mix you can't call but it i do think when you're paying like big money to see Mulaney, you're assuming that the whole show is curated for that for him for what know, you it's, like it's, about him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would think I, I can understand, like, I can understand people who want to pay this amount of money. And then uh, I saw this stuff, which is, you know, kind of antithetical to what I thought I was signing up for. I guess. The weirdest thing about how mad he seems to be reacting to this, this, this blowback about it. Chappelle. Is that it yeah. It feels yeah. like a, an early male comic response. It doesn't feel like a guy who's been doing it 30, 40 years, right? This feels like I'm going to blow that fucker away. You, you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to walk all of these people. And then, you know, and the thing is, is we've all been there, but what, I mean, it's usually one show. (laughs) You don't turn your career into it. Usually you just, you stop being mad after a point. And, um, and it's so weird to me. Maybe he has dementia. Is he 88? It is. It is weird. I don't understand. I don't understand things that I just want to do stand up doing what? Yeah. I just want to do stand up. I know. And ultimately I just want to, I just want my new shit to work and (laughs) with my old shit before I put it on an album. Oh my God. That barely makes any money by the way. Did you get any sound exchange money for your, your down? It's down. Again, every month. But have you gotten it for the new album for Staycation? 
I haven't, I couldn't, I, I got, uh, I didn't click on it. I just looked at my bank account okay. and it was so low and I've been hemorrhaging so much money right. that I am uh, a little, it's a little hard. And yeah. I also, and I, and I also don't have any work. I just actually, I just asked um, Portland if I could come at the siren. And if I make a grant, I'll, uh, it'll be a grant I don't have. So that's the good news. But, uh, but it will not be a lot of money. What if we do, why don't we do like a Tuesday? We might make more money together on an off night. Um, if we don't have a weekend up soon. You know what I mean? They do. September 16, 17. Do you want to do it? Uh, no, I don't want to horn it on your weekend. I'm saying if, when you and I do stuff together, we should do it on off night. So it, it's not going to interfere if either, either of us gets a week and we have to cancel like we did with that, um, planet of the tapes or something. Yeah. You should totally book that and then tell me about it and then <laughs> I'll totally come and do that. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm willing, I'm willing to try to do that, but I just, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just have to have a little faith. There will be work. It'll be yeah. work. It'll be fine. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the other thing, I'm, this is a new story. I'm completely obsessed with it. Did we <laughs> have a chat when I sent that link out? N maybe. What uh, I'm on several threads, including one to sell my mother-in-law's house. <laughs> oh boy! So there's a comic in New York, a white male comic. And he met with a management company and I guess somebody in the management company told him and he recorded the conversation that they weren't going to take him on because he's a white guy. And, uh, so now he's suing them and he, he's saying that they offered to settle, but he's going to take it all the way to the top, you know, which it's, he's suing them because they didn't book him because he was a white guy. Because it was literally a, it wasn't even booking. It was a management company. He didn't want to help him get work. Yeah. Wow. So you you aren't an employee of a management company. They actually you employ them actually, even mm -hmm. though you have to get them to take you on as a client. Right. right. It, there is a mutual agreement there, but you right. are essentially you've hired them to to do their job for you. Yes. And, and, and if they don't want to do their job for you, you can't hire them and they don't have to take your work. Correct. Right. They don't have to, you. If you're like, no, I'm hiring you to clean my house. I don't want to clean your house. Exactly. I've hired you to clean my house. Yeah. Be here on Monday. I don't want to do, I'm suing you because you don't want <laughs> yes. to clean my house. Exactly. That's I insanity. Mean, it is insanity. I, but I, I kind of like, you know, he, he, I think he's a, an alt-right comic, right? He's an anti-vaxxer. This is really a smart, um, money-making move on his part because he's already outside of the regular comedy business, right? Okay. In a, in, what, in, what does that mean? When you're. When you're going sort of alt-right, uh, anti-vax, you're stepping aside. That? You're not trying to get on Colbert. Okay. okay. So he's not even trying to get on jimmy fallon right no I, yeah i'm saying is, is, is he only is does, i uh, i don't know his name and i don't think that you said it did you say it? no i didn't and we and don't that's have fine to. we don't have yeah. to but is he on like that right wing yes uh, that side panel that's, yeah no no that side. panel show and the the they have their Skanks? own channel i don't think so but, he's, not, well, he's not one of the three skanks well, no. well no no remember that that panel show with a with an ex-politician uh <laughs> i don't have any, I don't have any names, but somebody has a, has a panel show that's sort of like uh, Letterman and they have comics on and you posted a link to that. Oh, Mike Huckabee? Yeah, it was Huckabee. Yeah, I, I did. I no, it's not it Huckabee. No, it no, wasn't no, no. Mike Huckabee? No. I, no. Who has that show or? No, okay. it wasn't. Okay. So this guy is, again, I don't know him. He's a New York guy. He's got a podcast. It's all, it's all, it's all like, oh, it, it seems like it's following that model of, I'll get a lot of pot, you know, I'll have a lot of exposure with my Patreon, et cetera. And you can have your own career and make good money. A lot of comedians are making great money off of their Patreons and the, the community they're creating. Okay. 
I mean, we've talked about, I don't even want to get into it. We've talked about this before. You know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. so it's a model and you, and when you do that, you're kind of stepping away from, I'm going to work on my six minute set for, uh, you know, a late night thing. And then I'm going to try to get this thing and that thing that's jumping through established hoops. And so, you know, there are people making, I, I think very cynical dollars, but they don't seem to give a shit by, you know, on the left and the right, the extreme left and the right, right? Like we, we've talked about all these guys before. So I think he might be in that sort of model. And if that's the case, it's actually really smart for him to do because he's getting his name out there. Um, he's probably going to get some money from some right wing groups that want to see if we can get this case in front of the Supreme Court, which is currently a 6-3 uh, conservative court. And see if we can get um, people to, you know, get rid of, um, uh, you know, anti-discrimination laws because they discriminate against white men. You know why? Why isn't this your novel? I don't understand because the thing is, is your future tripping. So, like this is such speculative fiction about what's going to happen. Like I, I don't even, I don't know his name. I've never heard of him. I mean, granted, there's eight billion people on this planet. And if you want to be a complete and utter dirtbag, you can. And we know, yes, as you've said, we know people who are doing that, right? Mm -hmm. And um, it isn't this guy, is it? No. Who's suing? No, he's not the one who's suing. No, 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 no. Okay. No, it's somebody I don't know and I haven't heard of. So my impression of what I, I've just read the New York Post article and stuff, and he's saying, I'm not going to settle. I want to take this all the way as high high as I can. Right, right. But it was in the, okay, so it was in the New York Post. You were in New York. So you read the, the, uh, so. um, No, it's not, no, it's, the New York Post is on the internet, Jackie. Why why are you acting like I had to stop by a bodega to, (laughs) I can open a paper and read this story. I don't know where you're from right now. (laughs) Uh, Obviously the 1930s. So so what I'm saying is I'm going to jump on a plane, a a train and become a hobo. But the, uh, the, uh, but I don't think, I mean, I think that you're right. It's, 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 it is a a model that some dudes are following. Yeah. And and it's great publicity for that, um, that sort of or it, it is a you you say that it is a way to get in with some of these like money bag dirt bags mm-hmm. like that right so the publicity that because i've never heard of it like i've i've never heard yeah, of yeah but you have right? now once right, you read right. yeah right once i read the article i will have heard and so you're amplifying that and trying to get him work which i think is a lot but um no the- you're trying to get him work I, i'm not saying his name i'm saying what what i'm saying is that what he's doing is very cynical, right? He knows that's not, that's why, that's not why he wasn't selected by a management company. Do you right? think he does though? I mean, I wonder about the different, you, so if you think it's willful I- ignorance. 100%. I think the person. You don't think he's just a moron? No. And and he might be being puppeteered by This some- is a whole career move for a type of young comedian now. Like this is a fully established lane. Excuse me, Kyle, I just said that. She didn't believe me, but she goes to the again. white man who verifies it, and all of a sudden it's real. No, Interesting. The system no, is I'm broken. saying you, you guys are ganging up on me, and that's <laughs> You're like, you're both saying the same thing, so clearly it must be true. But I'm just, and, and all you're saying is, is it just sounds like you admire, there's part of you that admires it. <laughs> no, dude, I admire <laughs> the past. true. I admire the, even though I admire the, yeah. wait, let me finish the fucking sentence. I admire the right wing comedy, uh, that they, the comedians that have figured out, I don't need to fit into the system. The system isn't for me or I, or I, you know, and so I'm going to create my own money, my own career. Uh, I'm going to have my own fans come out to see me, even though I've never done a special, now, I would never want to do it like that, but they did figure something out, right? Well, and, and they- and it's making so much fucking money that aren't really super, super famous because they've created a Patreon community. Right. So what we mostly talked about, though, is people who are either not political at all and left-wing weirdos who have done that. But you're saying that there are also right-wing weirdos that are doing that. Dude, you know who I'm talking about? Um... Right, that's a right wing weirdo. Yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, most of them are right wing. The no, one the guy thing is, is, is left wing. 
Right, but that, and he's not left wing because he's he's right wing. You just told me that he became a Trump supporter, and you showed me some clip of his. Well, I don't know that he would identify himself as right wing, uh, but whatever. well, he would identify himself as a as a as a whore. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he's definitely that. But I mean, that's the. But no, no. What I'm saying is that I have seen the the model of that. We both saw that in the late '90s. Janine Garofalo, you know, is is someone who could not buy a break, and all of those people created the alt comedy scene. Sarah Silverman, this uh, Ben Stiller, yeah. and yeah, then yeah. got co opted, yeah. yes. and and Pac Man gobbled up and made into the mainstream as Correct. they entered their forties and fifties and sixties. Yes, and it's um, and so much like and and this is uh. This is me just trying to comprehend it because this is exactly what you said. Is that much like all the left wing tactics to uh, to uh, for racial justice and women's rights and all these things, the sit-ins, the marches, the when the right wing co-opted all of that in the eighties mm-hmm. uh, to take away the right to abortion and all these things, they did it as well as the left did, and. So they have those results, the same results the left did in the 60s and 70s, the right had in the 80s, 90s, and and today, like a radio station. And you're (laughs) saying that that's what the right-wing comics are doing now. 100%. Uh, Yeah, I'm not sure I would tie those two things together exactly. But that's the analogy of of how I see what they're doing is the fact that, because I do think that weirdo, like Weird Al Yankovic, (laughs) Emo Phillips, like... uh, avant-garde comics had to create their own um, fan base. Even Sam Kinison, who was neither was yeah. neither right wing nor left wing, but was just a guy who wanted to be. Well, no, but and, I mean, and, he got a, and, he did a, he did Dangerfield special, and that, that eventually made a huge yes, okay, eventually and did the Tonight Show, and that was a huge thing. And eventually. Weird Al was on MTV, so those guys actually had access Eventually. to mainstream stuff. But uh, well, the thing is, is they got co-opted by mainstream once they had a fan base. The fan base is easier and bigger to get to now because of the internet, right? But but the you know sort of the piecemeal one at a time making a fan base mm-hmm. was much harder when you're when you're Emo Phillips in 1987. Sure, right? yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, this guy, what were, you know, he's going to get a ton of publicity for this, you know? So, but so now he's in the New York post and he, and he might, it might turn into something. Yeah. And here's the thing you could, you know, you can go, I don't know him. You could say he's funny or not funny, but it won't matter because what people who are fans of this kind of like uh, uh, devil's devil's advocate way of living is, oh, he's fighting against, you know, uh, women and gay, gay people and uh, people of color. He's fighting that, you know? And so that's all, that's all you need to get people to sign up for your Patreon at the $10 level. And then a house in two years. Well, some people are horrible and, and you can play to that. Yeah. But like I said, there's 8 billion people. What you have to do is you have to find people who want uh, to believe that Pegasus is real. That's going to be <laughs> well, your need. Sure. Oh, yeah. I, I, I understand. I'm just saying it's if this was a really interesting thing to read this morning. And it's like, yeah, this makes sense. This is like the next step, I guess, for no, no, it's, this it's kind the of sa- What I'm saying is it's the same. It is. It can be the next step if that's if. If that's you know your next step in how to make money, and you happen to be a, a douche, mm-hmm. but um, but there's always, but every comic has to find that next step unless the mainstream has embraced them, right? You know, if if you're John Mulaney, you were born with a thousand silver spoons sticking out of every orifice, and and a beautiful haircut, and so I mean, and he then, was also very good very quickly, he, very good very quickly. Like, I don't think that quickly. I, I no, I thought he was great. He's a great comic. I really yeah. do think that. Um, and I don't think it was any quicker than other, you know, several other people. But um, but he is a really good comic. And I and and he's. I I don't think that he got by because he's also kind of a little guy. Like he's he's not. It's not like he looks. He's not Gary Gullman, right? Or he's not. Um, 
Sure. I mean, he's like, yeah, he's got, he's got a look. He's got a very distinct voice. He's very, very funny. He's not super handsome. He's really good. He's good looking because of a billion dollars. He's been put through a rock tumble, <laughs> right? The guy has been rock tumbled into a very shiny, shiny dude. And um, I want a rock tumbler. I want to, I would like to be put into a rock tumbler and, and made into somebody with, uh, who's much thinner than I am, who's much better looking than I am. And possibly, uh, with the, no, no, the haircut's good. No, I, uh, not a hey, your hair haircut. looks great. No, my hair's, it's a lot right now. Let's take a break before I bore myself with my personal appearance. Okay. <laughs> You're in a theater. The lights go down. You're about to get swept up by the characters and all their little details and interpersonal dramas. You look at them and think, that person is so obviously in love with their best friend. Wait, am I in love with my best friend? That character's mom is so overbearing. Why doesn't she just stand up to her? Oh, God, do I need to stand up to my own mother? If you've ever recognized yourself in a movie, then join me, Jordan Crociola, for the podcast Feeling Seen. We've talked to author Susan Orlean on realizing her own marriage was falling apart after watching Adaptation, an adaptation of her own work, and comedian Hari Kondabolu on why Harold and Kumar was a depressingly important movie for Southeast Asians. So join me every Thursday for the Feeling Scene podcast here on Maximum Fun. And we're back. What do you... So... Let's do comedy of the week quick and then go oh. back to yelling at each other. People like... <laughs> <try their heads laughs> right uh okay there we go um i picked uh this person from the upper left uh comedy festival because she made me laugh so hard her name is sherry hardman h-a-r-d-m-a-n and what is her wait it's in the it's in the chat you put it's, it in the chat and it is uh Gary at sherry C-H-E-R-I-M-M-H-M-M. And it's at Sherry on both Twitter and Instagram, right? So she is, first of all, she has said it herself. She's in her, like, she's 60, right? Oh, really? Yeah, she's 60. She goes on stage on a scooter. What? That's great. She is. Does she need it? Or is she just? Oh, she needs it. And she's filthy. Ah, she is standing and she her one of her sons one of her kids is autistic and she was like i think he might be facing it he's in his 20s or something but uh she's like i think he might be facing it and then she tells a story about how she he gets her like the zingers that he sells yeah i have just decided that i am going to i'm I'm gonna type it Uh, it's a uh because I don't want to ruin her joke, but he will occasionally, when she says something <laughs> dumb, he'll just yell that at her. Like she'll say something that he doesn't agree with, and, she, and yeah. he'll just yell. He'll just yell that. And that's funny. She's like, "That is ridiculous," and it's hilarious because the timing. He doesn't get mad that often. So the time, and so it's not every day. <laughs> well, that's cool. Anyway, so Sherry Hardman, you guys, Seattle comic, H A R D M A N, but it's Sherry C H E R I uh mm hmm is that right it'll be in the notes in any case so finder yeah. booker yeah. you'll find we'll we'll link to her twitter and oh it's the, in there yeah oh, i can't imagine a- people are driving and they're listening and they're trying to remember usernames and then logging on later they probably check uh our twitter notes. I would yeah hope. they probably check the notes so um yeah okay so anyway so this guy this comic right the white guy so what i mean what i can see happening is the management company doesn't want to assign him. Maybe he's just not their style. But you don't want to tell somebody that. Or you don't want to say... You also never want to say in show business to someone, you're not funny. Because that person is guaranteed to become incredibly famous. <laughs> and then tell that story on a, on a panel show and use your real name, right? So I can definitely see someone going, oh, we can't have any more white men. Because... Uh, now no one's to blame, but the world, right? You, you, the manager are not to blame. Like you want to, but I've got, you know, too many white guys. The the comic can't complain because they can't stop being a white guy in a way. So you, 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 you own up to your opinions about whether you can work with this person or not. You just blame this one thing. And, but then you create a white guy who actually thinks they're not getting a job because they're a white guy, which, 
I don't know that's ever happened. I mean, even Rachel Dolezal, she's a white lady, and she got a job that was supposed to go to a black person. So, I mean, I don't think white people are not getting jobs because they're white. It seems almost impossible. Right. And, uh, it's, and it's not housing. Uh, it is, it has to be, yeah, it's, it's, you know what it, it's a frivolous lawsuit is what it is. And hopefully it gets thrown out and, um, yeah, for sure. It may or may not, may or may not. And if it blows up enough that he does get work from it, then he has used this tool correctly. Exactly. And it, it can blow up where he just can book a theater someplace. He doesn't have to like, it could also not work lawsuit, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's just interesting to watch. It just ha- it just kind of broke across comedy on Twitter this morning. Who else <laughs> so was talking of- about it? Everybody. Any- anyone who sees the link is quote tweeting it and giving their opinion, Jackie. Uh, what did you do? Sleep this morning? I mean, you missed out. I don't know what you, you were doing. Uh, what was I? I played some Marvel Puzzle Quest. I walked the dog. I've been cleaning this house. Um, My son and I, I tried a CPR class this morning. Okay. Did you, uh, that is, that's just good like, to learn. You're swimming people. You're people who <laughs> swim. So. Well, I, anyone I, can have a, anyone can need a, have a cardiac event. I'm just like, <laughs> you know I'm getting up there. And oh, the other thing, like, um, I want him to. <laughs> I'm getting up there. You want him to be able to save you. Yes. I okay. mean, wouldn't you hate it if your parent died and all, all you had to have done was taken this stupid class and you could have saved them? You know, I, I mean, I, took the I, class I, like I don't want 30, him to have the years ago. Uh, I, took it, I, I took I took a CPR class in high school. Yeah, me too. And, um, but that was the last time. So, well, I'm qualified to save you. So don't worry about that. And I but saw you in real life. to save me. No longer, but uh, it's probably expired. But <laughs> I saw you in real life. I saw you and your son at uh, at Carmen Morales's uh, awesome at Rouse. We we met you guys at Rouse. At, I... at, at yeah, Italian restaurant where she yes. had a bunch of people to celebrate her HBO uh, special. Yeah, that was really yeah. cool. I think it's a it's just a 15, 20 minute special, right? That that she did. I watched it. I just I can't remember if it was marketed as a 15 minute because I feel like it was 20 minutes. And I know that she's working on a half hour for them now, too. And um, all you need is 20. Just get 20 minutes on there. No one wants to watch an hour of anyone stand up. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little taste. So you come out and see me live. Yep. Um, Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Uh, there's a lot of comics there. And, uh, so I'm like, like, I brought my kid over and, uh, and we're talking to Ron Funches and someone, was it you that said Ron Funches does the voice? Someone said he, he does oh, the yeah. voice on King Shark of King Shark on, on the Harley, on the Harley, uh, yeah. animated series. For and DC. then my yeah. son, who's very laid back and has almost zero expressions, his eyes almost flew out of his head and he's like, ah, and he's like, you're great. Oh my God, you're perfect. He, I, he I knew we would care. He I knew we would starstruck. Care. Starstruck. Yes. That was kind of fun. That's uh, that's great. And he liked my. Uh, I I I asked him if he had looked at those manga that I gave him and uh, the Shakespeare manga, and he was like, No, but they're going to be great when I when I have to read because it's almost impossible for me to read Shakespeare. I yes. can watch Shakespeare. Uh, I can read a comic book version of Shakespeare yeah. but to read Shakespeare. I might as well cut myself to death It's uh, not because easy. it's the language is difficult and it's, it's hard to envision. It's not like regular prose. It's reading plays is not, is not one of my skills. I bet you it's a learned skill and I could learn it if I cared, but I don't. So I gave him a comic book of much ado about nothing. So he will enjoy that. I hope, yeah, uh, probably more towards the summer, you know, it's, it's the end of school year. And I think anything with Shakespeare on it gets, uh, pushed. That can be, it can be pushed to next year. It can get get pushed to his next English uh, class where he has to take any sort of Shakespeare. Well, I think they did already this year. Uh, they read Romeo and Juliet and we went and saw improvised Shakespeare, uh, the improvised Shakespeare. Right, right. And they're great. So I think they're coming back. I think they do a Largo thing once a month. I recommend them to any parent out there is trying to get their kid into uh, Shakespeare. Uh, Oh, I forgot to tell you. Did you know Ophira Eisenberg is doing the James Corden show on Tuesday night? That's great. She's going to do a set Ophira Eisenberg on the late, late show on uh, James Corden. Um, 
he's putting a ton of women on. I fucking yeah. love it. I know. And then he's retiring. He's got one more year. I know. Of course. It's or always he's happens. checking out. Yeah. Yeah. But at least he's using his powers for good while he's still around. So yes, I like that I about read, him. I did read, um, CBS was saying they weren't necessarily committing to a new late, late show. Oh, they might just bail on the, yeah. The, I mean, it's weird because, uh, Corden is actually super successful, uh, carpool karaoke gets a, m- a massive amount of views online and stuff. I mean, most late night shows are watched the next day or they're watched in clips, right? Right. Hardly anyone's watching them when they air. So I can, I can understand where a network would go. Well, if no one's, uh, you know, no one's watching it at 1230, they're all watching it at 1030 the next morning at work. You know, what are we doing? Why, why is it, why does it have to be done this way then? And uh, I mean, that's kind of what Conan was doing for a while where he, you know, he took it back to half hour and then, you know, I think kind of maybe part of why it just became less appealing was like, it wasn't doing a late night show now isn't what it was when a lot of us started doing comedy and Carson was the only host of a late night show. Yeah. There were four channels. So I don't know, but But also, like, Vulture had a great article about, you know, here's some great potential hosts, including Funches, uh, Roy Wood Jr., Christella, and some others where it's not a white guy. And, 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 like, the whole list, it's like anyone would kill the show, right? The list that they came up with. They're all great. They would all bring something different to it. And it's like, so now that the momentum is behind, hey, maybe not, you know another white guy now cbs is like we're gonna look at the format and see if we (laughs) realize like oh come on man yeah uh well that's but definitely see your management company right (laughs) the other thing in the article was was like he goes we were all there ready to sign the papers and then this thing happened it's like i don't think they brought you in to sign papers and then tell you, oh, wait, we just realized you're white. Like, that's also not how it goes. I don't know. It's just. Yeah, there were no papers. horseshit, but what they, it'll if, get if him. If there were papers, they sent you an email for DocuSign. It's <laughs> yes, so exactly. And if they did that, it's because they wanted to sign you. It's not because they were still testing the waters. Yeah. So, you know, it, it all seems kind of, uh, it can be. Uh, I doubt it'll go much further, but Mm -hmm. the, the amount of publicity he's going to get amongst the people that he wants Mm -hmm. for him, I guess it's a good idea. (laughs) Hey, let's take another break. Video games, video games, video games. You like them? Maybe you wish you had more time for them. Maybe you want to know the best ones to play. Maybe you want to know what happens to Mario when he dies. (laughs) In that case, you should check out Triple Click. It's a podcast about video games. A podcast about video games? But I don't have time for that. Sure you do. Once a week, Kickback is three video game experts give you everything from critical takes on the hottest new releases to scoops, interviews, and explanations about how video games work to fascinating and sometimes weird stories about the games we love. Triple Click is hosted by me, Kirk Hamilton. Me, Jason Shire. And me, Maddie Myers. You can find Triple Click wherever you get your podcasts and listen at MaximumFun.org. Bye. All right. Well, um, yeah, I uh, I just, uh, so I'm home for like two weeks and I just need to find, I would like to do all of the sets. Yes. Um, in a row. Yes. And I would like to do, and I would like them, um, but we will see what is possible. And I don't know that it is, um, I don't know. Jackie, you put out the call. You'll probably get a few. I'll get a call, maybe someone. Yeah, and I might text um, and try to get a hot tub. You know, hot tub's still asking for proof of booster even. Oh, that's, yeah, I I did hot tub a couple weeks ago. It was great. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I haven't, I haven't gotten into their roster yet, but, uh, but I, and uh, it's hard, it's hard to get last minute sort of work-ins into like West Side Comedy, Mm. because he books a month in advance. And um, that pe- that's people drop out eat more easily because uh, then they, something comes up, right? You would think that there'd be fill-ins, uh-huh. and then I wonder about uh, maybe I should ping. Is it still Richard over at Comedy and Magic? Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know Ice House is coming back. Do you hear about that? Yeah, I heard. Yeah, 
Yeah. And, I, and I guess uh, Fraser Fraser Smith, one of the Bus Brothers, owns it, and uh, apparently super nice and loves comedy. Which um, you know, that's it's always good, good when a rich guy loves comedy. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's right. <never> bad. <laughs> um, Is Fraser Smith going to open that one as well? I, I he should. He should open, he should christen every comedy club. Right, right. Um, so I'm doing, so I'm going to Montreal this summer, right? I'm doing, no. yes, I'm doing a couple shows. And, for uh, JFL or? Yeah, for JFL and I'm writing nice. on one of the galas. You know? Oh, congratulations. Yeah, so that's cool. And then I, yeah, Bruce has me all hooked into JFL this year because I just did the Toronto JFL thing. I'm mm-hmm. also doing shows at a theater in Toronto for JFL. Um, what? In September. That's amazing. So, so Rich was like, I mean, so uh, Bruce was like, well, um, they actually want a name for your show so they can promote it. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's like I'm a European comic now. Right. Right. I got it. My show has a theme. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and it. Uh, yeah. So I came up with an I think. I think what is it? What is it? I think I want to call it either. Uh, woke. Either cis woke grief slut or (laughs) what was the second one? Cis woke grief slut. And the other one? That just flipping the words around. Woke cis slut. (laughs) Wow. All right. Then uh, it will, uh, no one will be, no one will not say that they would not been warned. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to Toronto in early December. Yeah, I want to, uh, but I, I want to do Montreal. I want to do JFL. Uh, we'll see anyway. Um, um, yeah. So, so that was sort of kind of like, a, oh, well maybe I'll start to think about instead of just like going joke by joke, as we American comics do, maybe I'll start thinking about this show in September as an hour that I'm still, I'll be just be working on this summer and see if I can actually thematically hit all these beats that are in the title. Right. I think I can. The only reason why I added slut is that um, everyone writing to me, every evangelical Christian writing to me, call me a slut. So right. I am working on a little bit about that. But I, 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 as you know, Jackie, I lead the least slutty life <laughs> possible to to my despair, by the way. I'm not proud. You would think it would get you late, but it would <laughs> mostly be with some sort of evangelical Christian dude who usually wants to sleep with children. Yes. So uh, mm-hmm. that is unfortunate that they are not actual sexual beings. They're violent beings towards uh, tiny people. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I would like, uh, I, I mean, here's the thing. There's so much other things going on in my life that I, that I really should be psyched to be home <clears throat> and doing sets around town. Cause I haven't had a, t- a chance to do a lot of sets around town. So I'm going to, I'm going to, but I, uh, and once I, if I had a set tonight, I would be in a perfectly good mood. Sure. But as of right now, I do not have a set at night. So I'm about to take this. What are we at? Four minutes? What do we got here? We got a full 10 minutes left. A full 10 minutes. So I'm going to take a, a minute of this and, uh, and just text someone and ask them for a set tonight. Wow. But talk amongst is, yourself. This is Why the professional just... podcast we yeah. asked Matt's funners to sign up for. We yeah. knew this was coming one day. This wasn't, <laughs> this doesn't, this should not be a surprise to anyone. You guys always send your avails on a Sunday. Uh, <laughs> during your podcast, which has 10 minutes left. Yeah, you can't wait. Um, Jackie, you are uh, being unsettled in your, in your <laughs> home situation, and it would be really good for you to get out of the house and do spots every single night. Yes, I think so. And, uh, and I, uh, so and, I, and I, from here on out as well, you should never be home. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a set after 9 PM anywhere? I need sex <laughs> so bad and I love stand up so much. There we go. Yes. It's been said. So we will see. And, um, because I, I tried, I tried a different club this morning uh-huh. and did not hear back. Uh-huh. And so now I've gone with, uh, with, uh, two other places that I've just tried to set. And, okay. um, oh, and Ophir is coming into town tomorrow, Sunday, but I mean, this will be the day after, and she's going to run her James Corden set at Flappers, 
uh, starting at five. Amazing. So, oh, I so think I might just do a whole bunch of shows there. Yeah. So I think I might just go down to flappers and hang out with her tomorrow. Oh, neat. And cause that'll be fun. Yeah. And, um, and maybe I can get some work-ins there too. Mm-hmm. So see what we can see. I think, and Jackie Fabulous is doing the Tonight Show again. Right, right. She's doing Fallon. Second time in a year. That's amazing. That's outstanding. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's great. Um, I like when Jack, Jackie, she, she's very hooked into the cellar. And so when SD loads her up, she just copies and pastes all of her sets into this massive this massive graphic and you realize oh my god that's just one weekend and, and there's like 20 sets for a friday and a saturday listed wow there. but and uh, and yeah at, that's i don't know 150 a set i don't know it's a it's it's good money to be passed at the cellar if you're uh working all four clubs on a weekend i'll tell you because you don't so spend any money on cab fare you just she want, got 20 sets i'm just saying they, i think they have okay. four rooms and yeah so like within a weekend if you they they the shows start early and they go really late maybe there's four shows per i don't know i'm just saying like it's possible to really make a living yeah yeah and i have a set tonight 9 30 main room at flappers so we will see if i can get maybe a later set over at the improv or something else the guy from the chateau emailed me and i was like i don't know that i can do it but uh it is in the valley, which holds it. Is, it is. It, 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 it. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I did when I just was like, I walked in there and I was like, no, when, this was like a couple of months ago during the first Omicron, I think. Right. Okay. Again, we're in a highly contagious era and no one was wearing masks and no one seemed to care. And I guess I'm used to that now, you know, uh, having mm-hmm. been in, uh, so that's just the way it is now. But I guess that's the perception I have in my head of the Chateau from January of like, wow, I'm just walking into sheets of COVID right now. Um, right. And that's the good thing about Magnolia Grill is I've been meeting people for, for breakfast and lunch when I'm in town, but they have outdoor seating. Yeah. And so it's just nice to be able to sit out and have a salad or a nice you know, burrito. <laughs> I don't know why I've decided to go through the menu of Magnolia Grill. Guys. Jackie, you're out of control today. You're texting, <laughs> you're booking shows, you're you're going over menus, you're fighting against an argument that you know you agree with. And I'm telling you, it's because... I'm just trying to define it correctly in my mind where it's not like I'm not encouraging anyone who is a shitbag. And granted, no one who listens to the show is that person, right? I mean, yeah. they're... But they, if they want to take, let's say, their Pegasus, you know, the people who love their centaurs, and uh, and turn that into something, uh, find their niche. That's yeah. That's, that's I. I yeah. What I would like is for to for some sort of inspiration from what this wing is doing and and paying their own bills and all that kind of stuff. I would love it for myself, but in a di- very different way. So I don't right. even know I, how to replicate it because that kind of fan base is attracted to the, that kind of fighting feistiness, I guess, right. that fuck you energy. And my fuck you energy is different. It's, it's not fuck you to, uh, right. You need a different 4,000 people or 4 million people. Right. Yeah. Like I, I have, I have, um, the dork forest. I pitched this thing to a toy company and, uh, to do a dork forest, um, but it, that it panel, mm-hmm. and they were into it. They were into it. And then they were not, into it. it was, uh, it was very porn like. Interested, interested, not interested, which I believe is a Ken- Kevin Meany joke. Is that who that? Not Kevin Meany. Uh, oh, maybe Kevin, Kevin Nealon. Kevin Nealon. Yes. Oh, well, um, yeah. he, well he's he alive. Yes. But, but, but he, Kevin Meany did good, pass. Yes. Good nap today. You know, he's right. an older guy with the young kids. So, yeah. Um. <laughs> There's a glimpse into his personal life. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, I have some spots around town this week and then, uh, you know. Are you in town around for a little bit? What's your next road gig? Uh, I, I don't go on the road road till July. And then I'm on, I'm out a lot. Then I'm going to Cincinnati, Montreal, Denver, 
the Bay Area. You're doing the works, right? You're doing the comedy works. Yeah, I'm excited. Guys, if you are listening and you're going to come to my Denver shows, just buy tickets now. I would appreciate it. It would make me look like I'm at least a friends of Jackie Cation, who is famous in Denver, <laughs> and somebody that they want to book back. So please yeah. buy your tickets now. I would. That would be awesome. I know some somebody already said that they did. It's not, The date's not till the end of July, but, you know. Yeah. Be a hero. Be a hero about the whole thing. And, uh, yeah, I love it. It's, did you look at your sound exchange to see if you're, um, yes. To see if you had been played on serious at all. I got some course of money, but it's not like I thought it's but not you, great at all. No, but you, but you did, but you did look it up to see where the money was coming from. And some of it was serious. Yeah. They, they break it down by track. Okay. So I was like, oh, so even me expecting any kind of like giant windfall, like a buildup, it's not happening. Right. Right. It's not happening. I don't know. When we get to record sales in September, is that going to be anything? I don't know. I don't know. But all I know is um, they took Horcrux off of Pandora for some reason. And um, yeah, but but my Horcrux DVD and CD both available in my garage, but uh, the uh, the 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 video is going to be on Eight Hundred Pound Gorilla's YouTube channel. Um, they're going to do a public because right now it's unlisted. Because I just during the lockdown, I was I just uploaded it to YouTube, just in case people needed something to watch for free. And some people sent me like ten bucks. They'd watched it uh-huh. and they were like, "Yeah, thank you very much." And uh, so that was good. Well, but, you- so. During my last week of, you know, trials, traumas, mm-hmm. et cetera, you posted my Venmo onto. Oh, right. People send me money. And, and a couple of people sent me uh, like a, you said, send me a, send her a dollar. And yeah. a lot of people did. That was very sweet. Some, yeah. A couple of people sent me way more than a dollar and said, you know, use it to buy some security. So I did, I did sign up for a program that was recommended by Jenny Yang and then uh, bought a home security system. And then the rest of the money, uh, I donated to Planned Parenthood. So uh, I did spend some of your all's generous donations on security regarding this whole situation. And then the rest went to um, people that need abortions. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Because it turns out it's healthcare. Mm-hmm. So, um, I like it. Kyle. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.